The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E Letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast going to talk, well, hot takes, burning hot thoughts. In regards to the Denver Broncos and the 2020 season, I'll go over a couple that many of you like and some of them that I've been thinking about that uh, I want to spit out onto the podcast today. And, of course, our podcast presented by our friends at DraftKings America's top-rated sports book app. And here's the deal, DraftKings. These days, the sports landscape constantly evolving, and this week is no different. Luckily for all of us, the Sports fan in us, well, it's being catered to by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app has you covered. And for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook offering a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Here's the deal. Full week of action from golf to European soccer. DraftKings Sportsbook, they have you covered. And that's not all. Head on over to the app now and check out the special odds and promotions that will be available to help you win some big coin. Here's the deal. DraftKings Sportsbook, U.S.-based Safe, secure, reliable, makes it easy to deposit your money, easy to withdraw your funds, and to top it all off, of course, a best sign-up offer to date right now, and you got to use the promo code. It's MHS. You don't want to miss it. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code MHS. When you sign up for a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code MHS for your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, you got to be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We've been talking about the uh, you know different uh, hot takes uh, on the radio program in particular, and you can follow the radio program by the way with its new time slot starting on Monday at one p.m. And so I wanted to uh, talk about it on the podcast today. Is uh, what kind of hot takes are being thrown out there, and you know what could we be uh, you know having a little fun with? Look again, you know this is all about taking it for what it is and kind of having fun with it, massaging it, you know, don't take things too seriously, okay? It's it's tough times. We got to have a little fun, right? We got to put a smile on some faces and see what could be on this Denver Broncos team. Some hot takes that uh, I wanted to throw out there. Now, I want to give a shout out to uh, our good, good buddy Cameron Parker, uh, I believe of uh, Predominantly Orange, wrote a little piece on this and uh, thought I would piggyback on it. He and I kind of thinking on the same wavelength with uh, many of these hot, t- hot takes, and I think the first one that we throw out, and maybe not a hot take so much is 2,000 yard receivers. Uh, He in agreement with I and the idea that this could be a Denver Broncos team that has two wide receivers that very much push that limit. Now look, obviously with Cortland Sutton, you know, that's a a target that's going to get many opportunities at 100 yard games, uh, potentially 10 plus catches a a game. I mean, we're, we're looking at a guy I think that truly is about to blossom as one of the dominant 
wide receivers. Yes, and I said dominant. I know that many individuals have uh, said that, you know, well, Sutton's got got good to great level, but maybe not dominant elite. I, I think this kid has everything in the making to become a absolute stud in this league, a top five wide receiver. He's got the height. He's got the uh, size and speed. He's got the attitude, most importantly. And now he's got himself a quarterback, and a quarterback particularly, that can throw the football down the field. So I, I really like the idea of Cortland Sutton emerging. But the, but the main question is, who's that other person? You know, who's that other 1,000-yard individual? Now, I think most people automatically just kind of lump into the category, the wide receiver. Let's not forget about the tight end. Now, I'm not saying Noel Fant's going to get 1,000 yards. He's not who I'm going with. But I'll talk about the tight ends in a little bit. I think the other man, obviously, that everybody is looking at is Jerry Judy. Obviously, the footwork and the videos that you've seen in the offseason has just been absolutely tremendous. You go online and you see him running those routes, and it makes you salivate. And you really start to think about what kind of combo these guys could pose a, a major problem to defensive coordinators. I mean, now you got to deal with a big arm quarterback, you got to deal with the vertical deep threat in Cortland Sutton, and you got to deal with an almost an Emmanuel Sanders like get off the line quick, shift. D may have to think about putting an extra little bit of help over there because, boy, if he just toasts his corner on the on the side, well, then all of a sudden you're looking at a deep ball and you're opening, you're exposing your defense. So there's a lot to like there with that duo. And let's look. We'll throw KJ Hamler in there as somebody who could again pull away attention from other receiving options. And I think that's where I'm most. Um, very curious to see what happens with this Denver Broncos football team is how much they utilize these weapons to a kind of accent each other is how much attention is KJ Hamler going to get to where could he pull attention away from Cortland Sutton? Could he pull attention away from Jerry Judy? And it's just ever so slightly those little small nuances and things to where now if you're a defense, maybe the, maybe the safety's got to just think, okay, well, I can't focus in on one guy. You know, just something that will get the defense thinking. Because if that's the case, then that means you're utilizing K.J. Hamler in a way where uh, he is an integral part of the offense. He's enough of a threat to garner the attention. That helps the other individuals around you. And so thus could allow to uh, have these wide receivers have maybe potentially breakout years. We will see. Some other things that uh, have been on my mind, in particularly around the quarterback position, and uh, look, I'm not honestly sure if this is even a hot take, quite frankly. I think 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns is not out of the picture when it comes to Drew Locke. I think this is going to be a kid who's really going to toss the pigskin around this year and really someone who's going to air it out. I think you're going to see that this kid is the real deal. I've been on his train for a long time, and finally I think you're going to see a kid now a little bit more comfortable with the offense, an offense that's garnering that's going to uh, validate a little bit more of his skill set and what he's trying to do, a little bit more uh, chemistry overall in general between the offense from the wide receivers to the running backs, offensive line of the quarterback, I think you're going to start to see it all begin to gel. And boy, 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns. I know when you think of that number and you think, wow, that just seems way astronomically high. I think that is very much potentially in the realm for Drew Locke this year. It would not surprise me one bit. I think a lot of people are 
fairly down on the running game because uh, when it comes to the the individual runners, they're going to share a lot of the carries, and you know they're they're going to kind of take away you know uh, carries from each other. But I tell you what, I'll go with a hot take here, and I don't know how hot this one is, but I'll say that one Broncos running back, one Broncos running, I'm not going to name him. Not going to name them, but one Broncos running back will eclipse a thousand yards and be somewhere in the neighborhood of, oh, say, five, seven touchdowns. You know, a, a Broncos running back grabbing a thousand yards on the ground, not total yards, on the ground. I think this is a Denver football team that is very much going to be looking at the idea that running the football is going to be a big part of their early season strategy. Establish the run, set up the pass, give a little bit more comfort to Drew Locke, and give him an opportunity to kind of settle into football games. And that means pounding the rock with Melvin Gordon. That means running him around with Philip Lindsay and really giving a high dosage of that run game. And I think this is a drastically improved offensive line. You know, when it comes to the offensive line, that interior is really solidified and kind of what you're looking for in a offensive line when it comes to a uh, running game. And so now all of a sudden you say, okay, well, you got a better better quarterback. Now you can't stack the box because you got options on the outside. Remember we just talked about K.J. Hamler. Maybe all of a sudden he's moving around and you're motioning guys, and now all of a sudden you ain't got eight in the box. you got a better improved offensive line, and now you got a run game potentially that could do some damage. I like a, again, hot take, a little bit of a reach here, a little bit of a reach because I think a 1,000 Total yards, not out of the picture at all. A thousand rushing yards. I don't see anybody predicting this, but you know what? Let's throw it out there. Why not? Of course, it's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings America's top rated sportsbook app. The uh, big prediction that a lot of people like to make is how many pro bowlers, how many all pros will the Denver Broncos have? Let's count them down. Let's just throw out our, our hot take and let's just say, okay, Justin Simmons going to be an all-pro. Bradley Chubb going to be an all-pro. Von Miller going to be an all-pro. And you know what? I'll throw Cortland Sutton's name in there. Cortland Sutton all-pro. I'm going to say Denver has four all-pros this year uh, on the year, one of them being on offense and the rest being on defense. I think the toughest one to make that list is going to be Cortland Sutton, just solely because of the fact that this is a guy who has a lot of competition for that wide receiver position. And so he really will have to put up that dominant year. But if he does have the type of year that I believe he can, uh, boy, we'll see. So I'm going to say four. I'm going to say Vaughn gets in a lot on uh, seniority. Justin Simmons finally gets the recognition that he deserves. I think Bradley Chubb's going to come back a monster, and Cortland Sutton also blossoming into an absolute superstar. A lot of individuals wanting to know what, at least on Twitter, you can follow me, by the way, on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. What's going to happen with this offensive versus defensive line? Kind of how good are the trenches? And we're going to actually talk about this in another podcast moving forward. Uh, So look for that here at MileHighSports.com. But I'm going to go with actually which offensive line being a more improved one. I'm going to give you a little tease in the next podcast. I'm going to go with the offensive line. And a lot of people think, well, okay, Ronnie, uh, 72 still blocking, so uh, lay off the ganja. Uh, I'm going to say this. Go back to what I just said. Interior of the offensive line is drastically improved. I think this is a Denver Broncos football team that has a solidified 
interior for the next, gosh, four or five years maybe, between Graham Glasgow and Dalton Reisner and uh, uh, Lloyd Cushenberry III. And particularly, I think, Cushenberry III, that selection really gives me, it gives me all the fuzzies inside. It gives me a warm feeling because that's an intelligent center. That's somebody who on the neck up, is somebody who is very smart, knows how to pick apart defenses, and knows how to look at and say, oh my God, here comes that blitz from the left side. This may have not been something that Drew Locke would have been able to see otherwise, or maybe otherwise just because, look, he's still technically a rookie. He hasn't played 16 games, and this is a guy who is going to be starting to to try to develop that and to have more help with a guy like a secondary quarterback, a center in Lloyd Cushenberry III, particularly helping him out in this area could avoid disaster on those certain, I don't know, second, third down plays where the defense is trying to leverage and, and get off the field. And, uh, you know, there's uh, opportunities there for Denver to maybe have some mismatch options. You know, maybe that extra blitzer coming from the left side frees up Noah Fant down the seam on, on a real nice mismatch between tight end and a slower linebacker. You know, I mean, maybe it opens up single coverage on the outside with Cortland Sutton because of safety he wants to come on a delayed blitz. Who knows? But you hope that Drew Locke, you know, is able to spot those immediately. But look, the kid is still young. We do need to understand that, and he is going to go through some of those those growing pains. But to have now an intelligent center, who, by the way, was analyzing defenses for a terrific LSU offensive line and a terrific LSU quarterback in Joe Burrow. I, I think you really like that combo and potentially a combo that could last for years and years and years to come. Of course, it's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends at DraftKings, DraftKings, America's top-rated sports book app. Uh, overall, for the team, I'm going to throw out a hot tank. I'm going to say double-digit wins. Double-digit wins for this Denver Broncos team this year. Now, I think the training camp preseason situation and really leading up to that still could determine a lot of where Denver finishes. Look, we're still, we just obviously saw New England Patriot news between Cam Newton and how that was a big, uh, you know, shifting moment for the AFC. You know, did Denver's road get a little bit tougher because of that? You know, I still think of the name that's out there, and the name is Jason Peters, and I, I still wonder if there's an opportunity to get better at the offensive line, at obviously the most weakest position, which obviously is left tackle. You know, could Denver bring in somebody when it comes to depth in the defensive side of things at the cornerback room? There are still some names out there. You know, I, I don't think we're truly done here. And so I think if you're Denver, you say, okay, well, you know, we're getting towards training camp. Guys are looking for jobs. Oh, otherwise may have thought that they were, you know, basically a shoe in to find a team. Well, now all of a sudden, maybe things a little different. Who knows? Could be a lot of changes coming or moving forward for some of this free agent, uh, at least this list of names who are available. And boy, could Denver scoop one of them up? I don't know. We'll see. But certainly it's going to be interesting. But I think when it comes to this team, between going, look, seven wins last year, uh, I'm going to go down the shoulda, woulda, coulda lane, but the shoulda, woulda, coulda lane, I mean, I could argue four plays change, and I've said this on the podcast, four plays change the difference between seven wins and 11 wins last year, okay? I'm not 
saying that to dwell in the fact that they could have been an 11-win team last year. I'm saying that because this is a team that's that close. I'm just trying to show you how close they really are. I mean, if Minitari, who was struggling the entire game against the Denver Broncos last year, misses the 51-yarder, Denver wins that game. If the the officiating is correct in the Jacksonville-Chicago game, they win those games. If they score on the goal line against Minnesota, they win that game. I mean, there's just so many ways that you could just say, like, hey, one small thing changes, and all of a sudden, it is a different-looking football team and maybe a football team that's in the postseason last year. And that was under a real bad offensive coordinator situation, in my opinion. That was under a terrible quarterback for three-quarters of the season and a team that was really still, I think, uh, looking for their leader. You know, looking for their man, looking for their guy. And Drew Locke came in and all of a sudden became their guy. Now, I get it. There's still a lot of concerns about what, you know, Drew Locke brings. And he hasn't shown that he is a for sure deal, but he's kind of like this, you know, he's kind of like pocket. Yeah, I think he's kind of like pocket queens in a, in a game of poker. Uh, you hit that queen on the river, and boy, you are looking bona fide. Is he pocket aces? Probably not. Okay, I would never assume any player in general is pocket aces. Okay, and when I say pocket aces, I mean you know Patrick Mahomes. Okay, uh, but to give you that poker analogy, he's kind of like pocket queens. You love the hand, you like what it has. But boy, it could get even even sweeter when it comes to the uh, the, the flop and the river and you know what they could see and what you could have in this kit. So we'll see. Of course, on the Broncos Woods podcast, we will continue to monitor and we will continue to watch what goes on with the Denver Broncos. And you can follow on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E letter K Radio on Twitter and of course on MileHighSports.com, where we have some great writing on the Denver Broncos that you can go check out. Of course, the podcast uh, a couple times per week, and you can find it at MileHighSports.com. If you like what we do on the podcast, you know, uh, if you like the analysis, if you like the different banter, hey, do me a favor. Uh, jump on over to uh, the many locations that you can find this podcast, whether it be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and or MileHighSports.com. And uh, give us a five-star rating or your feedback, whatever it may be, good or bad. You know, I hope you're reasonable and I hope you're fair. You know, that's all we ask for. Uh, I try to be reasonable and fair and logical on this uh, podcast, which is funny that I mentioned that because today we're talking about hot takes, which are completely illogical and completely unreasonable. <laughs> like how we did that. Of course, MileHighSports.com. And again, find all the, the podcasts wherever you find your podcasts, whether it be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and or MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. And again, big thank you to our friends at DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Go on over there and check out DraftKings and use the promo code MHS when you sign up for a limited time. All new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code MHS when you sign up for that bonus up to $1,000. Again, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All done for the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the podcast. We're going to talk about the trenches. We're going to talk about the offensive line, the defensive line. Which line got better? And which line will be the better of the two? Well, in 2020. We'll discuss that coming up on the future Broncos Blitz podcast, which you can find at, of course, the website, milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Later, y'all. 
To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.